0: Hello and welcome to Loving Me, Myself in Life with me, Joe Misiak. Today, I would like to talk about how self-love is a habit. But first, I want to pull back the curtain a little bit about kind of like behind the scenes here of how I record my podcast. So as I'm recording this, it is January 23rd. And this will be coming out months later because I have a new... I found a new really cool schedule about, you know, recording a few months ahead because life happens. If you're new uh, to listening to this podcast, I'm a mompreneur. So I am doing this while, you know, raising children and, you know, life happens. So I want to share a little bit of backstory before I get into the self-love habits, because I too am learning that it's a habit. And I really want to share my personal experience with you today. So it is January 23rd, like I said, and we just had a really cold snap here in BC where we got quite the the dumping of snow. But before that, it actually got cold. We reached new levels of cold here. I think we got as low as negative seven degrees Celsius. Now to some that might not sound cold. And I know growing up in Ontario, that isn't cold at all. However, it was cold here and i was reminded of why i needed to move the cold affects me in crazy ways now it's mine over matter too i know but and i probably could have embraced it better but i didn't i go into hibernation mode where i just need to either sleep or eat like i'm cold all the time and i'm just like sleep or eat and it's not fun i don't get anything done and then i'm eating things that aren't healthy for me and then it anyways It caused my candida to flare back up. I still haven't fully healed the candida overgrowth in my gut yet, which is really a big bummer. Uh, But we're not going to go into that today. However, I was reminded of how much I need to give myself love. And the candida flare up was so bad that my inflammation of my body usually affects my knees. If I go for a really long hike, it can hurt my feet but it hurt my right hand where I could barely use it. And that becomes a problem because, you know, I do a lot of things with my right hand. It's actually my dominant hand. Now I can do a lot with my left, but man, there's things that you would, it's really good to have two hands. Anyways, so, wow, self-love is so important here because I could have really beat myself up. And in fact, I'm going to be honest, I didn't handle everything well you know there's times where I'm like ah like why you know why did this happen or actually it's not even why I knew why it happened I'm like why did I let this happen right we can go down that that road and instead I'm like okay I know what to do so I had to be really loving with myself but at the same time very disciplined with myself and realized that I needed to remove all sugars out of my life again so I could use my right hand. So before again I get into the habit part, this is a lesson I've had to learn myself. is self-love doesn't mean always coddling ourselves. You know, think about children, right? Like, yes, if they're hurt or they, they need our love. We also need our love. But sometimes it has to be a little tough love right? Like get off that couch and go do something kind of thing, right? There's times and places where we can send ourselves love. Like if you have a cold or when I have my period, man, like first day, I just need to give myself some extra love, some hugs, some cuddles and be okay with that. Like I've made peace and love with that. However, we can let love or at least that idea of self-love, like that term, Really, it can be an excuse because I remember when my son wasn't sleeping through the night and I was probably had candida overgrowth then if I look back at it now, all the the writing was on the wall and I was like, I need a donut and like I needed a donut and that's why I know it was candida speaking for me. Anyways, I was like, oh, but I'm tired. I need this. So we can use self-love as an excuse. So it's about loving ourselves, but also being disciplined and honest with ourselves. It's a relationship. It's not like, oh, I'm going to do this because I love myself. In fact, like I, you know, could eat better because I love myself, right? So choosing healthy foods. So I get into this today because I was meant to record this episode a couple weeks ago but I let life happen. And actually I had, I don't know if it was a cold or my candida symptoms. Sometimes the lines are blurry and I actually had my, everything set up to record. And then I had like this cotton mouth and I tried to record over and over and over. And it just, I couldn't pronounce the words clear enough to produce this episode for you. So anyways, life happens It's loving ourselves through the process. It's not about what happens to us. It's how we handle the situation. So how you're handling things as life comes. Because unfortunately, life does have ups and downs. However, we have ups and downs in our life. So we can learn and grow from them. And when we don't learn and grow from them, they hang out for a while. Like my candida. (laughs) Anyways, I am getting a lot better now. And it was just a couple days of removing sugar. So it's amazing how fast our body can heal when we help it a little and we send ourselves love through the process. Also, before I forget, one of the things that happened last night was, uh, my kids both went off uh, to scouts and I got to have just some free unexpected time. Like I didn't know it was coming. Like it was about a week that I knew about it. So I didn't really plan anything. Normally they go on opposite days. Anyways, I was sitting and I'm like, I am so over having pain in my hand. Like, I'm like over it. You know, when you make that decision that is like this, this is enough is enough. And I'm like, right. The Louise Hay book. You can heal your life. So I go into my office, grab the book and I flip through it. First, I looked for inflammation Look there, because this book, if you've never read it, there's a section in it where it shares different symptoms, why you have that symptom, and then an affirmation to repeat over and over. And if you've ever listened to Louise Hay, she always says, read it, or, you know, she always says, say it in a mirror, and then write it out. And her number is 10 times each. So I looked up inflammation first, and I read that. I'm like, okay. And then I kept looking at different things, like my hand, and I just, and then I was like, maybe there's candida in here. And sure enough, candida was in there. And it really, rep- um, it really, really was like, wow, everything about it just felt right. You know, when that gut, or like Louise likes to say, your inner ding. Uh, anyways. She was my first very much person to help me on my self-love journey. Anyways, so I hold a special place for her in my heart. Anyways, um, so the affirmation, I'd like to share it with you. It really resonated with me and I'm like, oh, yes, that's right. I give myself permission to be all that I can be and deserve the very best in life. I love and appreciate myself and others. Ah. Oh that feels so good. Now that might not, um, that might not feel as good to you. I'm not sure it's where you're sitting right now. Right. But for me, giving myself permission, sometimes I forget that I too can have, like, I have, I need to give myself permission. I even did say the other day to my husband, I'm like, I'm self-sabotaging. How many times in your life Have you maybe self-sabotaged? Like things are going really good and then things happen. I know it's very deep self-sabotaging because it's my body's way. Like, and it's like food and stuff. So I'm not even thinking about it. Like I don't, I'm not doing it on purpose, but clearly deep down inside I was. So it's like, wow. (laughs) Right? Like, isn't that crazy? Anyways, so... Be gentle with yourself, love yourself, and at the same time, know what is an excuse and when you're self-sabotaging and, you know, when you need a little self-discipline. That is actually one of my goals this year is to be more disciplined with myself. And that doesn't mean being a drill sergeant or like, you know, being mean to myself. It means when I say I'm going to do something and this is for me, that I go do it. And as being a mamapreneur, it is very vital that I do this because I have no one that says I need to be in the office at a certain time. And I can easily go back to bed in the mornings after my kids go to school. And I could do all these things, but then I don't do the things I love. I end up sleeping away the day. And on occasion, I do need a little extra sleep. But, it, you know, after a week or two or three, it turns into a month and then two months and like, there goes my life, right? So (laughs) let's, you know, anyway, so being disciplined with myself. So setting morning routines and following through. I actually was really, really good with this. Uh, And then, you know, I like candida, the symptoms kind of take over my life. So that's where it is, where it's being loving with yourself, but at the same time, knowing when you're lying to yourself, when you're not being honest with yourself. And when you need a little kick in the butt. So let's get back to that habit part now that I've shared, you know, my own personal journey through this a little bit. Self-love is a habit. And I know this because I have been on this journey for a while and I would be doing things really well for myself, sending myself love, loving my body as I am. And then something would happen in my life. Maybe it was winter break where I ended up having a little bit of sugar or maybe, you know, kids were homesick and then my routine changed, right? And then, you know, I think you might have had this too in your life where, you know, things are going great and then something happens and this could be anything, like life just happens <laughs> happens to us, right? It just, well, it happens, but it's what we do with it. Um, you know, we don't have control of every area of our life, but we do have control of how we show up, how we treat ourselves, and uh, just the love we can give ourselves. So it does take time to form a habit. They used to say it was 21 days to form a habit, but recently, I was reading a book. And it mentioned it takes 66 days to form a habit. I think about this like when I'm brushing my teeth, right? Like I, I rarely think about brushing my teeth. It is the first thing I do in the morning. And I don't even think about it. It just happens. Half the time I'm like, did I brush my teeth? And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't even think about it anymore because I've been doing it for so many years. But the thing is, I know from my own personal experience, I haven't always loved myself and I still have deep seated beliefs that were formed in my early years that I have to change and heal. And every so often, you know, one creeps in like, Oh, right. Like I need, I need that. Like the permission to give my, like the permission to be all that I can be. I grew up with the belief that you couldn't shine bright. And in fact, that I definitely couldn't shine bright. So it takes some time. So reminding myself or having that loving reminder from Louise, Hey, was like, right. I need to give myself permission, permission to be who I am until, you know, to do great things. And I lost a little bit about a little bit of that because, oh man, If you've ever had candida overgrowth, you know what, what it's about, but I'm actually, anyways, I've had it for so long that it's taking some time to heal. But anyways, the good news is that I know what it is and I can take the steps to do it and then love myself through the process. Anyways, so having deep seated beliefs can stop you from really fully embracing who you are and loving who you are. So it's, forming a habit of being mindful of your thoughts mindful of your actions how are you responding to people how are you showing up in your life what excuses are you telling yourself and then lovingly looking at that and being honest with yourself where are you making excuses in your life where are you maybe not being honest with yourself and it's not about beating yourself up here. It's about honestly looking at your life and how you've been living it. And then looking at what excuse might be showing up. And then going deeper in and, and realizing why are you making that excuse? Like, where, when did you learn that excuse? You know, it might be like, women can't be successful. We've come a long way in this world, but wow, we still have a long way to go. I'm constantly reminded of that. Um, you know, my uh, my oldest and I went to see the Taylor Swift in theaters, and I've turned, turned them into uh, <laughs> a Swifty. Anyways, but it's like the man, um, the song The Man really um, hits home with me. I'm like, right, you know, we've we've come a long way, but... Even somebody as famous as Taylor Swift still feels that way in this world. Anyway, so when you're struggling on your self-love journey, remind yourself that it one, is a journey, but it's also a habit. I shared my struggles with you recently, like what's been going on, and that is why I'm sharing this today with you. Is how much I've realized that self-love is a habit. We can either choose to wake up in the morning and be mindful of how we're showing up, or we can choose to just kind of roll how the day goes and without figuring out what we're feeling or why we're feeling it. You know, we can, you know, you can wake up and be like, I choose love. Everything about life is making a choice. And at the same time, it, it has to become a habit. It's that knee jerk habit habit. I'm reminded of all this because before we moved out to BC, I was really strong and I had some really strong habits. Were they all great? Probably not. But I had some really good things. I had affirmations and I just I was really good about my my routines. And even once we moved here, I had some. But then with having my world kind of changed this past year in a little bit where I had brain fog and just fatigue and things, I have to reprogram and really redo my routine. And I'm like, wow, it is a habit. Because what can happen is then we can fall, like personally, I have fallen back on old habits, things that I learned growing up that no longer serve me. I'm like, oh, this is where I'm at right now. And it's just being aware. Awareness is always so important because when you're not aware of what you're doing, you can't change it. But the moment you become aware of things, that is where the magic is. And you can choose to do it differently. So making self love a habit. So first remember awareness, just bringing awareness to your day. Almost like being a fly on the wall of your life. Just be more aware of what are you feeling? How are you showing up? Are you being triggered throughout the day by somebody, by an event, by some outer thing, and just being mindful. Your What excuses are you telling yourself, if any? And sit down and journal. So think about all those as you go through your day, and just bringing more awareness into your life. That's really the first step. And then looking at your the excuses you keep telling yourself. You know, why you aren't doing something. Look back at maybe goals you set earlier in the year and then why haven't you, and then just ask yourself, why haven't you, you know, taken action steps towards them and then see what shows up with, without judgment or, you know, guilt or shame, nothing, but just being aware. And if emotions do show up, what are they? And it's just digging deeper into those, but it's becoming more aware of how you're showing up in your life, what excuses you're telling yourself, and also what you're telling yourself. Being more mindful of your self-talk, your chatter, what happens when you fail, what are you telling yourself? And then going deeper into, well, where did you learn that? And then always remind yourself that is a journey and try to always come back to love to choose love, regardless of how you're doing with your self-love journey. You know, is it becoming a habit or not? That's okay. So I hope this has helped. This is pretty much like a glimpse into what I do with coaching too. You know, you really get into to the deep and uh, nitty gritty of, of healing past beliefs, things that no longer serve you. Um, but you've learned them along the way because a lot of the things we've taken as a kid aren't ours, yet they're running our life. So remember, self-love is a habit. Be gentle to yourself, but be mindful of being caught, like if you're coddling yourself in a way that is actually crippling your growth, aka making excuses for yourself. We all do it and there's no judgment there at all. This is why I shared my personal stories and struggles because I'm not saying, you know, do this and it's so easy. It's not always easy. Life is here to teach us things and help us grow. So become more aware of how you're showing up in this world. Take it one day at a time, take it one step at a time, and over time, it will become a habit. And if you really want, mark it in a calendar and try and do it for 66 days and see what happens. Remember, that's over two months. Now, that might seem daunting, but the thing is, if it takes that long, it's like, don't be hard on yourself either. Okay? So one step at a time. And then, you know, if you want a little challenge, try it for 66 days, showing up as you and just being aware no judgment, just aware of what's going on. I hope this has helped. Thank you so much for being here. If you want to know more about what I'm doing, jump over to my website, jodymisiak.com. And that is also where you'll find some free, other free resources as well. Thank you again. Take care. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.